Ultimately, what you have to do is turn around and look at yourself and go, what is wrong with me? Why is it that I am insistent on seeing other people's shit? Why is it that I want to see shit everywhere? And that even when good things are presented to me, I still call them shit. This is disease. This is mental disease. Welcome to another episode of My name is Christopher David Gray. Here we are cutting through the bullshit to find the truth. Cutting through religion, cutting through all thoughts that are not in alignment with the truth in order to find the truth. After all my spiritual journey and study of different religions, different ways of thinking, psychology, Buddhism, New Age philosophy, Christianity, even witchcraft, and other ways of thinking about reality, I'm realizing that probably the two most important things I've ever learned, I've learned from bumper stickers. And one of the bumper stickers was, life is good. The other bumper sticker is, shit happens. And what I want to do is, before we get into the good stuff, which is, life is good, Let's look at shit happens. What does that mean to me? What it means is that shit happens. Because we have been trained to be so negatively oriented, all we're looking at all the time is just shit. Like shit everywhere. Shit on the news. He's full of shit. She's full of shit. Even the people on Instagram are full of shit. Everybody's full of shit. There's shit everywhere, right? It's like we're being forced to always deal with shit. And I started thinking like, wait a second. What if... I believed that shit was bad. And what if I, going to the bathroom, had this stuff come out of me, and I'm like, oh my God, that's so horrible, it's so gross, I can't believe that came out of me. If that came out of me, and it's so gross, and undesirable, and unwanted, and bad, then I must be a bad person. I must be just a shit factory. Oh my God, like, I'm just full, so full of shit. Like, it just comes out of me. That's the only thing that ever comes out of me, is just shit. Like, I must be just full of shit. And it's like, listen, shit happens, right? And think about this. When you were a kid, your parents taught you where to put your shit. When you were a kid, you used to shit in your pants and that's gross. And then you started realizing slowly you became aware like, oh, this is gross. I don't like sitting in my own shit. So your parents taught you where the shit goes, right? And in our lives now, as grown adults, there's a place where we can go when we have the urge and we go take a shit and we flush it down and we don't tell anybody about it. Why? Because nobody wants to know about it. Nobody wants to know about your shit. And how is this any different than any of this other kind of shit, right? If I believe that shit is bad, like when negative things happen in my life or negative things come out of me or let's just call it unwanted things come out of me, then I'm tempted to believe that I'm a bad person because this shit is coming out of me. But if shit just happens, then this doesn't make sense. What I'm realizing is that, listen, we are all full of shit. We really are. Like that's the truth. And that's kind of what the Christian philosophy is based on. It's like, you're a sinner. You're a bad person right? You're full of shit. And fair enough. I think it's really difficult for anybody to 
argue with that. Like we are full of shit, but like, let's look at why we're full of shit and let's look at where shit comes from, right? What I'm realizing is that in all of my study that essentially we are slaves to our subconscious. Our, our mind is divided into the conscious portion and the subconscious portion. And we don't fully understand and realize that everything that I think, everything that occurs to me, every word that comes out of my mouth, all the actions that I take during my day are really just being dictated by my subconscious. I'm a slave to whatever programming is inside my subconscious. And if my subconscious programming is shit and negative and wrong and false and not good, then my life is going to reflect that. It's really that simple. And then, so when we're born, we're born with the sins of our parents, which means essentially like the stuff in our DNA that makes up who we are. And some of that stuff is negative. It's not good, like predisposition towards disease and all that kind of stuff, right? But also the way human psychology works is from birth to age seven, we don't have actually a conscious mind. So that's why kids learn things so fast because everything that they're observing, everything that they're taught, everything you experience is being programmed into your subconscious and your subconscious remembers these things so they can help you in the future, right? Like this is a good mechanism. Like if you want to learn how to walk, you don't have to learn how to walk every single day Like your subconscious remembers. And then you build all these skills as you're going on in your life and they become second nature. So you don't have to consciously think about like if we had to really super think about driving a car, for instance, and our subconscious didn't have this mechanism of habit and learning how to do these things and think these things and operate the vehicle, like our lives would be impossible to navigate. You'd have to relearn everything all the time. And then think about this. The subconscious also is responsible for all of your bodily functions. Like when you're sleeping, I don't have to be conscious of breathing. I don't have to be conscious of my heart beating. I never have to be conscious of my heart beating. All of these things are happening, right? When I cut my finger, the subconscious is what is telling the body to heal. And I don't have to consciously be aware. I, you know, consciously I may clean it out, put a bandaid on it, but then I forget about it. And then eventually I take the bandaid off and it's healed. Like this is the job of the subconscious. The subconscious is really running your life. And if we're not aware of these subconscious programs, then we're going to be ruled by them. And I believe like this is what the Bible is talking about as sin. So if I've been trained in those first seven years of my life to think certain things that aren't true, to believe things that aren't true, if I experience things like in my childhood where I, I come to the conclusion like I'm not lovable or something bad happens to me and it gives me a negative perception of life, of myself, of other people, like this stays with us and it colors everything that we see in the future. And like, this is, this is what's happening. This is, this is our lives. We are shit factories because we've been programmed with shit. So essentially what you start realizing is, wait a second. Like, so Chris, you're saying like, ultimately none of this is my fault. And that's true. Like that's half the story. Like literally if you're having negative, unwanted negative thoughts and feelings that you're trying to get rid of, it's like, 
and you're consciously trying to get rid of it, then like, yeah, it's not, it's not your fault. Like why, why were those things there in the first place? I mean, theoretically, if we were all programmed properly in those first seven years, our lives would be drastically different. But unfortunately, like that's not the experience that most of us have on this planet. Like there's going to be something and maybe lots of some things or something really bad that happens to you in that first seven years that's going to get locked into your subconscious and it's going to make you full of fear or guilt or shame, worry, doubt, like all of these negative emotions. And it's going to cause you to see the world in a certain way. So like, this is the idea. Like, so here's the truth. Why are we all just talking about shit and seeing shit everywhere? Shit, shit, shit. She's full of shit. He's full of shit, 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 shit. Why is that? Because we have been trained to have shit for brains. We've been trained to just see the shit and believe that the shit is the true reality. But in my day, like think about this in terms of like real shit. I have to go to the bathroom three times a day, right? Is that my true reality? Is that who I am? Like I'm just a shit factory? That's the the definition of who, of who I am? Like that's ridiculous, right? I mean, think about, I think about like on Instagram, like people, like all these people just posting photos of themselves being happy, going to Disneyland, going to the Bahamas. And there's these people who are negatively oriented, who have shit for brains and are like, oh, that person's full of shit. That's all just full of shit, right? We've, we've literally learned to see shit in everything. Even things that are good, we call shit. This is mental disease. We have been trained to see reality in a backwards, dyslexic, bipolar sort of way that doesn't actually make sense, right? If you're in a relationship with somebody and this person is nice to you and does good things for you and clearly indicates over and over and over, like, I want to love you, I'm going to love you, I am loving you, and then you judge them for like some shit that comes out of them because they were abused as a child or because they were taught things that weren't correct, anything that comes out of them negatively that is directly in contradiction to their stated objective to love you, if you judge them and say like, oh, that's the, oh, there it is, I knew it, that's your true reality, that's your true identity, that's who you really are, all of this goodness and all of this love is just shit, it's just you're full of shit, and I knew it, right? Like I knew you had to go to the bathroom and I know that shit's going to come out of you. It's kind of like saying, you know, all these people posting pictures of themselves on the beach, having fun and stuff. But you know what? I know the truth about them. I know that they have to run back to the hotel room and take a shit. Why aren't they posting that? Why aren't they being honest about your vacation isn't all good? I know you have to go to the bathroom and take a shit. I know that you're probably having arguments with your kids over dinner. Like, why don't you post that stuff? right? You're just trying to post the good stuff. And it's like, what the hell are we doing? Really? Do you literally, I mean, think about this, like this is gross, but think about how stupid this is. Do you really want these people to post pictures of their shit on Instagram? It's like, that's what you want to see. That's what you want to see in people. And then if we're negatively oriented and we think this way, always trying to see shit in other people, The glass is either half full or it's half empty. And I know people say, well, I'm just a pessimist by nature. Like, oh, I'm just an optimist. I'm just a pessimist. I'm sorry, pessimist. Like, I got news for you. 
you have shit for brains. If you're pessimistic and you see the negative everywhere and that's all you ever see, you have shit for brains. Like you are mentally diseased. Your mind is not working properly. That is not the true reality of people's lives. The amount of time that people spend in the bathroom taking a shit compared to the amount of time that they spend being productive people who are loving and doing good things for society, like it's not even close, right? The amount of times that I lose my temper with my sons is not even, it just pales in comparison to all the love and goodness and fun that I give to my sons. So if I sit here and judge myself for when the shit comes out of me, like it's ridiculous. And you know what I find, especially with my sons, because they're biased. They want to love me. They want to see the good in me. They, and when they see these negative things come out of me, what do I do? I just apologize. Say, I'm sorry. Sorry for my shit. I'm sorry that my shit came out on you. That's my shit. It's not your fault. Like I had a conversation with them recently. Like it was an argument that happened and I'm trying to like navigate the argument. We're in the car and we're driving. By the time we got to our destination, like I just blew up. I was just like, bruh, shut up. You're not listening to me, bruh. And then I had to later apologize for that, right? And I'm like, what, what do we typically do? Typically, we blame other people for our shit, right? But if I look at this logically and reasonably, my reaction, my over-the-top losing my shit reaction didn't actually make logical sense in this situation. And I can say, I can defend myself and say, well, if they hadn't started the argument, if they would have listened to me more attentively, then I wouldn't have lost my shit. So it's their fault. They're the ones. It's their fault that I lost my shit. And we have to stop this, everybody. Like stop blaming other people for your shit. If you find yourself throwing shit at people, realize that's your shit. No, no, it's not... It's not my shit. Like this person like hurt my feelings. I can't get these negative thoughts and feelings about them out of my head. And now I'm compelled. I have to like, I have to retaliate. I have to defend myself. I have to do something about this. It's not my shit. It's their shit. I'm just throwing their shit back at them. It's like, uh, okay. Are you, are you 100% sure? Look at it. Do a little DNA test. Whose shit is that? It's your shit. Even if somebody takes a shit on like when you're kids, like think about how ridiculous this would be, right? My kids take a shit on me. They're sitting on my lap or whatever as a little kid and he like gets shit on my clothes. What do I do? Am I going to like take my shit and rub it on him? Is that, is that the right thing to do? No, that's not the right thing to do. It doesn't make any sense, right? As a parent, you're taking the shit. You're turning the other cheek, so to speak. You're doing the right thing. You're helping them to, to learn how to deal with their shit. And a good parent, you realize, hey, if my shit comes out on my kids, that is not their fault. That is my fault. A good parent knows that parenting is not about disciplining your kids as much as it is about disciplining yourself. That is the real trick of being a good human being is that you don't blame other people for your shit. And if something is coming out of you that hasn't been dealt with in your past from your childhood, guess what? You have to deal with it. You have to deal with it. And yes, if you need help, if you need a counselor, if you need a therapist, if you need a hypnotist, if you need a pastor, if you need 
whatever you need, take care of it. Because if you don't take care of the root of where this shit is coming from, it's just going to keep coming out. Have you noticed? Have you noticed all the self-sabotage? Have you noticed the circles? Like we're running circles in the wilderness, making the same mistakes over and over again. And what is the real cause? Like what's the number one cause of repeat offenders, of doing the same thing over again? It really truly is just not repenting of your shit, not owning your shit. First, you have to own it. Like, this is my shit. Okay, now that I'm saying, like, this is my shit, what am I going to do with it? Am I going to throw it at somebody like a crazy monkey? Or am I going to flush it down? I know we'll talk more in future episodes about the nuances of this because people do sometimes intentionally try to provoke the shit out of us. Things can get bad in relationships where... It's got to the point where people, you may be in a relationship where someone is like literally trying to get your shit to come out of you, right? And you, you know that's happening. And so in that case, you have to have wisdom. You have to do what Jesus told us to do. He said, if you see that somebody has a splinter in their eye, go your way. Don't say anything to them. Go your way and deal with the log in your own eye. And then maybe you'll come back and be able to help them with their splinter. And this is a principle that should be used by every parent in the world, learning how to train children. It's like, first of all, if I'm upset, like I need to remove myself, make sure I'm not upset, make sure that my mind is rational when I'm making decisions, right? If I'm making decisions to discipline my children when I am irritated with them, then guess what's happening? That emotion is causing me to behave in ways that are not rational, right? We have to grow up and realize, like, listen, if I'm having reactions, if there's things coming out of me that are not okay, that's my shit. I have to deal with it and just be aware and call shit, shit. If it's shit, if it's unwanted, if this behavior, this interaction that you're having with another human being, or even just thoughts and feelings that you're having about another human being, are shit and you don't want them and they're negative, you got to learn how to deal with it. We have to learn how to deal with our own shit. Adults, mature adult people know how to own their own shit and flush it and not blame other people for their shit. And sometimes we are in a place where we have to force ourselves to just turn the other cheek because I don't know what to do. I don't know what the right thing to do is. And so I'm determined not to throw my shit at you, even if you're throwing your shit at me, like I'm not going to throw it back. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to turn the other cheek. And then Jesus promised in that passage of removing the log from your own eye is that you will then see clearly what needs to be done. And if you don't go your way, if you don't go retreat, like what I do, if I find myself getting upset with the boys, and I know that like I'm starting to get emotional, which means whatever's going to come out of me and probably the thoughts that are occurring to my head at that moment are irrational. I need to remove myself. I need to get right with myself. I need to calm down so that I can receive rational thought. I'm realizing really simple things like when I am in a state of emotion, heightened emotion, whether it's negative or positive, that's not rational, right? And it really is truth that sets us free. And truth can really only fully be known from a rational perspective. Like emotions are very useful to propel us. Like it's part of the human experience. And 
They indicate to us things that we believe and don't believe. And and, in my opinion, I'm learning about emotion and realizing that emotion is just an indication of my thoughts, right? And we'll talk about in future episodes, like the difference between a thought and a belief. A belief is a thought that has been emotionalized. In other words, if I believe that I'm going to Disneyland next week, and I know that's true, then it's going to show up in my emotion. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to look forward to this time that I'm having, right? That is the useful interpretation of emotion, realizing like, okay, why am I feeling happy? Because I know I'm going to this happy place. And even though I'm not there yet, I'm thinking about it. And this thought mixed with a feeling is a belief. And the belief affects me right now, right? But imagine all the negative thoughts and feelings that we have been programmed with and how all this negativity, these negative thoughts and feelings and guilt and shame and worry and doubt and fear is clouding our judgment. And when you are in states like fear, guilt, shame, worry, anxiety, your thoughts are not going to be rational. Your thoughts are going to be colored by whatever state it is that you are experiencing. It's really, truly a useless enterprise to try to reorder your mind when you're in a heightened state of negative emotion. Like you have to learn how to find neutral and orient yourself in a positive direction so that you can see clearly, get the log out of your own eyes so you can see clearly to move into the future. So in conclusion, shit happens. This is what sin is. The things that come out of you that you would rather not come out of you, the thoughts that you have that you would rather not have, the feelings that you have that you would rather not have, this is sin. How do we deal with it? Do we ignore it? Most of us, having tried to conquer some of these past experiences in our childhood, we just have learned to accept them. But when you accept these negative experiences into your life, they color everything that you see. If you were wounded as a child, you're going to go through life waiting to be wounded again, and you're going to be defensive. And like, listen, I know there's wisdom There's absolute wisdom in understanding. There's a difference. Okay, here's a little nuance. There's a difference between being aware of shit. I'm aware of it. I'm aware when I go outside my house that bad things could happen. I'm aware that I can get in a car accident. I'm aware that a number of bad things can happen to me. I'm aware of that, but I don't live in fear of it because what we're going to realize is that when you have shit for brains, and you're negatively oriented, the way the subconscious works is that it is just going to provide you with the experience that you are anticipating. That's the way our psychology works. In other words, if you believe that everyone's bad and they're out to get you and you're a victim or whatever, like everything that you do and think and all the interactions you have are going to be colored by that, right? And what I'm talking about, what I'm learning is a life where we don't have to constantly be battling these old negative programs anymore. We can actually remove the negative programs. It's like our subconscious is a computer and it has this bad software. We can remove the bad software 
and upgrade it with new software. And I'm realizing things like, oh my gosh, as I, as I think about my psyche as a computer, I'm realizing like all these simple nuanced things to realize like how to deal with shit. And when this shit comes up, sometimes when you take a shit and you look in the toilet, you're like, oh, I'm sick. I need to get healthy. I need to change my diet. I need to maybe not go to work tonight because I'm not feeling well, right? Like there are things that we can learn from the shit, but my focus is not the shit. I'm trying to learn how to get through my shit as quickly as possible so that I can get back to having a positive perspective of the future, right? The Apostle Paul is clearly telling us, hey, if you want to be a healthy human being on this planet, you have to get to a point eventually where you forget all that lies behind. Forgetting what lies behind, I press forward. That is the goal. And that is actually a goal that can be achieved. In my study of different people, different perspectives, from psychology to spirituality, to metaphysics, to like all of this stuff, I'm realizing that this childhood trauma stuff that we're dealing with, that's coloring our lives, causing us to see life through shit-colored glasses, this stuff can be removed. It can be healed. We do not have to be slaves any longer to something bad that happened to you when you were a little kid. You don't have to be a slave anymore to the bad things that people said about you last year or the year before or whatever it is, whatever negativity, whatever shit you've encountered in your life. You don't have to take that shit with you. You don't have to bring that old shit into your new reality. It doesn't have to happen. And you're going to realize as we go through this process and I'm talking to you about what the mind of Christ is and what that entails and, and having this mindset, you start realizing that focusing on shit is actually insane. Spending too much time focusing on your shit is actually literally insanity. Because if you understand how the conscious and subconscious mind works together, you realize the goal is to program my subconscious with truth so that I can move on into the future. A healthy person is not someone who is walking backwards into the future, dragging their past with them. But that's what most of us are doing. We've collected all of this shit from our past. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And we're bringing it into the future as if I'm not allowed to leave this behind. Why is it that we think that we can't leave things behind? Are you thinking about the shit that you flushed down the toilet yesterday? Why aren't you bringing that with you? Because that's insane. It's shit. It's unwanted. How, where does shit come from? I eat good food. And here's the really interesting thing to think about. No matter how good and nutritious the food that you eat is, there's always going to be unwanted portion of that the body gets rid of. Your subconscious programming, the body is programmed to run. Like it identifies for you all the good nutrients and all the things that in the food that need to be assimilated into the body. And then it gets rid of the rest. And you start realizing like, oh my God, it really is this simple. I'm discovering things that are so simple that I want to talk about Here's a little teaser for you. Realizing, 
okay, holy shit, this totally makes sense. When I'm trying to reprogram something, a good something into my subconscious, inevitably what happens? Inevitably, the old program presents itself to me. Like if I want to say to myself, oh, I'm a good person. In the past, I've thought of myself as a bad person, but now I'm going to think of myself, I'm a good person. And you, you go off to like, okay, I'm going to reprogram my subconscious to believe this because if I believe this, I'm a good person. Or like the Apostle Paul said, I'm the one who wants to do good. If I take that mindset, if I make that my own, like literally put it in my subconscious so that now everything that I encounter is like from a place of like, hey, I'm the one who wants to do good. So if anything bad comes out of me or if I encounter anything bad, like that's not me, that's undesired. My desire is to be good. The undesirable stuff is the stuff that happens. Well, guess what? What I'm realizing like really clear when you do this, when you try to put a positive program into your subconscious, it has to make you conscious of any negative programming that is in contradiction. And what have I been trained to do in the past? Oh no, it's a negative thought. It's a negative feeling. I'm not allowed to have this. Jesus said, I have to stay positive. Like I have to stay positive. The apostle Paul said, only think about things that are good and true and whatever. And now my subconscious, it's like the devil is trying to tempt me and say, no, you're not a good person. You're a bad person. Think of all these bad things you did in the past. Think about this. Think about that. Look at all this stuff that you did. And we're like, oh no, I can't do it. I'm trying to reprogram myself to be good, but I can't do it because look at all this bad stuff. And then you get stuck, stuck, like trying to work through all this shit, right? And it's like, it's like trying to kick a pile of shit. It just gets on your shoe and you're just like, oh my God, this isn't working. But what I'm realizing at this point is this is part of the reprogramming process. We overcome evil with good, right? So you start with good. We've all identified something in our lives that we'd rather not experience. And so you go about trying to develop new habits so that you can be a good person, be healthier, be smarter, be more positive, whatever it is, be more loving, whatever it is that you're trying to learn and program into yourself. And the, and the goal, if you understand how the subconscious works, is to get this stuff in your subconscious. In other words, into your belief system so it just runs automatically. It's like an automatic program. I want good thoughts, good feelings to be programmed into my subconscious so that it is an automatic program, like walking, like driving a car, like talking. I don't want to have to think about it. I want this to be there. But then what happens? The displacement, displacement theory, the positive comes in, the negative must be displaced. And we're going to talk about what do we do when this negative stuff comes up? We can't run away from it. We can't swat it away. We can't pretend like it's not there. We have to learn how to own our shit and then flush it down. Thank you so much for your time and attention. If you would like coaching, text me at 615-556-2872. We can talk about how you can get rid of your shit and how to reprogram your subconscious and how to become someone who doesn't have shit for brains. You were programmed. You have been programmed by religion, by all these different trains of thought, like by the media, by the government schools, even sometimes by your own parents to think negatively, to feel negatively. And this is a habit that can be reprogrammed out of you. And when you start experiencing this, you start realizing like, oh, I don't have to pretend to be positive anymore. Like this is just becoming a natural outflow of who I am. And all of this came to me simply by studying 
how does the conscious mind and the subconscious mind work together? And if this is how it works, how can I work it in my favor for my good? Thank you so much for your time and attention. Love y'all. I'll talk to you again soon.